Kayla Gill, as our guest, I need you to start us off today. I want you to say one nice thing about murder she wrote. Pure sexual tension. <laughs> All the time. I mean, oh, between so everyone, sure, but who are you thinking of? <laughs> well, I picked a Dennis Stanton episode for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> which was, sorry, which one is Dennis Stanton? He's the mustachio gentleman burglar. Oh, yeah, he is. He's the jewel. Wait, does he come back? Oh. With a heart of gold. Oh, he yeah. comes back. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. So good, then. Does she ever, uh, do they ever take a little trip to Bone Town? She is a lady in mourning. She does not need male attentions in a physical way. Her husband, her dearly departed husband is all she needs still. She's very pure. Yeah. For when, a master. She's very pure. When, <laughs> so that's a no, they don't bone? Uh, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ask Jessica to t- kiss and tell. She is so pure. She's amazingly pure. Isn't she, though? She's and like, she sass, though. She can't say an untruth. Oh, th- those are not related, Ezra. Well, I guess what I mean is, like, like you know, like, she doesn't, she doesn't respect authority all the way, is what I mean. Like, that's, that's kind of like, no, if you're, right. uh, if you're, like, lawful good, you know, like, you would probably do that, but she's not. Well, sometimes right. she just knows better with her, uh, you know, Yankee wisdom. She almost always knows better. The authorities oh, in the show does. are way bad. <laughs> They're terrible authorities. Uh, Ezra, I want you to do next major compliment. Um, this made me not hate Bill Maher. <laughs> oh, Bill Maher. He, he was playing a pretty shady character still. He wasn't. I, I thought he was delightful. Yeah. I, I, I know. Like, so, so we got, we got like a, I don't know, 30, 30 year old, like, like 30 year younger Bill Maher. Um, Bill, uh, bemulleted. Yeah. yeah. Bemulleted. Um, a handsome mullet. And pastel shirted. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's nothing not to like. I know I, 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 he wasn't doing anything overtly political, um, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I found I found his attempts to uh, to get money out of this hobo um, really, really <laughs> enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fun. I yeah, I almost felt cheated by that because there's almost no murder she wrote in it. It's just. We just watched a different show about a different person. There was actually a time where Angela Lansbury almost left the show because of the workload, so they agreed that some episodes would be less intense, and that started a whole run of, like, Jessica explains the plot of something that happened far away. It, right. it is kind of like like the Walt Disney Presents, like the Wonderful World of Disney kind of thing, where it's like, yes, <laughs> this is a great Chippendale uh, short that I made. Right, right. Enjoy. Remember just... your ancillary characters? Well, here they all are. Yeah. Brian, her typewriter. Oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't see oh, you there. Oh, you just wandered into my house while I was writing a novel. Instead it's of being so freaked confusing. out, I'll tell you about it. How does this fit with that world, though, right? Like, how, how, who does she think she's talking to? <laughs> oh, yeah, she is looking directly at the camera. But it's Angela Lansbury talking directly to my eyes and my exactly. heart and my soul. Right. And awesome. Like, you don't want to be a guest it. in her home. Yeah. yeah. Right. Of course Chris, you do. Chris, you sound a little taken with it. Tell me what your major compliment is. Oh, well, my, my compliment is actually this, sh- this show taught me something. And the episode with Bill Maher taught me something. And that is, if you're ever in a small town and you need cheap labor, hire a Pony League baseball team. They're almost <laughs> oh, What a great idea that was. Yeah. They'll, they're they're always ready to earn slaves. a few bucks. Yeah. Uh, we got a weird drill today, coach. Uh, well, 
team. We just gotta have you sweep the railroad track for any sign of possessions of a hobo in who died. uniform too. Yeah. They they wore their jerseys to go sweep for cr- a, a crime scene. Well, you've and got- as the sheriff said, they were supposed to be there at sunup. Like, they did not get to sleep in that day. They were up at dawn to look for a dead man's possessions. So they've been there for hours sweating in polyester pants for the sake of... Destroying a crime scene. Oh, God. Uh, I actually learned something, too. Mine is from Angela herself, though, is Mm -hmm. that uh, in addition to being pure, she also doesn't bullshit people. She doesn't lead you on. And instead, she is the master of something that we all should be better at, which is charming, firm denials. Yes. Ooh. Especially yeah. in the, I think it was the season five episode, like, um, the, the mustachio gentleman who she apparently doesn't bone, like, just appears in her, in her apartment, or in her hotel and is like, would you like to offer me a nightcap? And she said, even if I had one to offer, I would not want to do that. Yeah. And it's just very firm and very clear and doesn't, <laughs> like, I would have said, oh, you know, I'd love to, like, I would have made Ben Himini Honey. Um, and then later someone asks her to pass along, he, or he asks her to pass along a message, and she's like, even if I was incl- inclined to pass along that message, which I'm not, I don't plan on seeing him again. Like, she's just, yeah. just no bullshit, very charming for me. There denial. is no runaround with Jessica Fletcher. She is Nuh-uh. very willing to, to just keep her propriety and keep her ethics, and she does what she does, and you can take it or leave it. I see why old people like her. She, she. <laughs> I mean, she's just a crossover hit. I just, I don't. I, honestly, if anyone had any bad things to say about her, I just I don't know how I could have any kind of conversation with them again. <laughs> with Jessica wow. Fletcher or with Angela Lansbury or with both? What is the difference? Right? Like, legitimately, no, well, like, but legitimately, what is the difference? Like, please explain to me. <laughs> well, legitimately, she, I'll explain to you. She, I, under, I understand that sometimes a person has a character that is so firmly them, that's so rooted in that you think of them as all of that, which I understand people have with her in this show but because i had not seen the show before she is mrs potts and all of this is what? mrs potts solves a murder you had not seen the I, show actually, before no that is amazing why is that amazing because it was on for like e- forever and ever and it, everybody it on never being sick as a child <laughs> <laughs> i watched jerry springer when i was sick I, I don't know i i did not ever get around to this i watched one episode of matlock which is i think her partner nope no <laughs> unrelated but similar similar i, mean, I can see how you think they would overlap but they do not it was just on for so long at the same time i mean my like i guess this was just a popular show in my house and my house only but the week like stopped and started sunday at eight and then it did with <laughs> the simpsons later but yeah. it was oh, all yeah. angela lansbury all the time when i was a little kid and i mean this character is like Angela Lansbury is such a badass. She can play any character. Like, I mean, well, I don't know. Wasn't she her, in... Just her over and over and over again for 12 years. I don't know if it's the same. Now, now, here's well, the everything about this show is the same. This show is McDonald's or Denny's. This show is exactly the same <laughs> all of the time. It variates. It, the only variation is like a filet of fish episode, like the Uncle Charlie or like a McRib, where it's just Dennis Danton and not actually jessica but that's it that's what you so, just know so dennis stanton is the mcrib of the show i'd give him that i'd give him that yeah so he's like he they they pull him off the shelves just to create some artificial scarcity yes yes i would say that's it the <laughs> scarcity of british charm is what they're trying to uh what they're trying to imply 
All right, Manchurian Candidate. Uh, That's right. I'm sorry. I was just looking at Angela Lansbury's other roles because I knew it. Manchurian Candidate. She was in a bunch of musicals. She's been in dramas. She's been in comedies. She's been, she had her own she show. Was she's Mrs. ridiculous. Potts. That's the main thing uh, that she was. That's fair. I can understand how Mrs. Potts would have made an indelible mark uh, on your memory. Particularly as soon as she started talking and I was like, that's who that is. It was weird to see her as not a teapot. I just have to firmly believe that Angela Lansbury is a fun night out. Like, I can't believe she's so oh, yeah. Jessica Fletchery that we couldn't kick our heels up if we got to kick it. You know, oh, like, I bet she if we're going to kick scotch. it, I want kicked heels. I want to yeah. go all the way. Yeah. I know it's that not, you guys, I let, you think she's a crossover hit, but I, she's definitely the leader of old people. She is their person. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> well, I, here's the thing. The old people leader now, like, I think it's way younger than you'd think. Like, like I don't think she's their leader now. Uh, uh, maybe Bill Clinton. I don't know. Really? Like, oh, well, you know, well, I, I was going to say, like, how could it guess. not be Betty White? And then you said Bill Clinton. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about media that is not necessarily aimed at us. That's a good way to summarize it today. Huh. Uh, <laughs> that's, a catchy, that's a catchy tagline. We should change it. I know. I like it. Uh, we start and end every show with a compliment. That's what you just heard. That's called the compliment sandwich. You'll hear another one later. Uh, and I'm your host, Alex Falcone, on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And joining me as always, I'm in Boise today for some reason. Joining oh, us as always in Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm in Boise. It's not Le Bois, yeah. City of Trees. Sure. If you say Boise, they know you're from out of town. Yeah, they hate you for that. Yeah. Um, and can I tell you a quick Boise story real fast? Sure. Yesterday, I went for a jog along the Greenbelt, which is this, like, the river and the path next to it, which is the best part of Boise. And Good for you, I dude. Heard, it was, well, I was going so slowly, my run app asked me at one point, are you still running? I was not doing <laughs> a great job. Are you really trying, Alex? Come I on. Was, I was huffing and puffing down this track. But anyway, I heard a sneeze, said, bless you, but before I turned, turned and looked, and it was a deer that had sneezed. <laughs> Aww. Yesterday Aww. was the best day. There was just a deer eating flowers by the side of the path. Sneezed. I didn't see her. Oh, man. It was so cool. Did you know deer sneeze? I didn't know that. Most animals sneeze. I guess. Yeah. I mean, deer just, their nose is in flowers all day. They can't be allergic. Anyway, it was the best day. So I'm in Boise. Joining us today in Brooklyn, as always, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter. Please welcome back, Mr. Chris Smith. I'll say this, Mrs. Fletcher. You've got a lot of guts. Therefore, I'm going to open up all my case files to you. Just go ahead. Take your pick. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a violation of privacy. I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, oh, and yet... Jessica po- Fletcher's MO is violating privacy. That is... <laughs> it, nothing is private when Jessica is near. She's just charmingly just, nosy, I think. She's like a... Yeah. Uh, like your Miss Marple, you know? <laughs> that's why old people like her, I think. That's a, that's an old person tri- charm. Mm-hmm. I think the awesome. only running gag in the whole series is Jessica Fletcher saying things like, now I don't mean to put my nose where it doesn't belong, or I certainly don't mean to interfere, or I didn't, I don't mean to impose, and then immediately doing all of those things. <laughs> and then That's... doing all of them. Uh, also joining us today on Third Mike in Northern California is Mr. Ezra Fox. Oh, Miss Fletcher, uh, please, I was just in the middle of having an affair uh, with a married woman. Uh, would you mind if I come in from the balcony, please? This is not suspicious. <laughs> he was, he, like, she was actually pretty okay with that. She was, like, she was like, oh, you scamp having sex with a married woman upstairs and then running away. Like, she was pretty down with that. 
Yeah, well, yeah. She's really, it's, it's murder she wrote. It's not she's infidelity really she wrote. She's she not judgy. <laughs> yeah, she's not judgy, but she's definitely of the pushback, that's not for me camp. Right, yeah, she would not participate, but she was fine with him yeah. with him being a homewrecker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, also, just to say, we have a very special guest this week. Uh, she's at Robot Caitlin on Twitter in Los Angeles, California, right? It's Caitlin Gill. It's me. It's Caitlin Gill. Oh, and it's also uh, in this day and age of computer fanatics. Can a computer ever hope to understand the simple beauty that is a blooming flower? Yeah, we have an app for that now, so yeah. <laughs> Can the binary Most San Francisco thing you could have said, Ezra. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to talk about that episode. So this week is episode number 289 wow. of our show. We have done now done as many episodes as the cost of a PS4 in euros. <laughs> Which is a recent reduction. It's a Uh, a good price in euros. It's not bad. Speaking of things that feel a little cheaply made, this week we're talking about Murder, (laughs) She Wrote. Zing. Mm. Yeah, zing. So we watched... So this is Caitlin's uh, fun zone. She picked this for us. We watched A Virtual Murder, which she just alluded to in that last quote about computers, season 10, episode 5. We watched A Little Night Work, season 5, episode 2, and Goodbye Charlie, season 6, episode 12. Caitlin, why this topic, and how did you choose those three episodes? I, uh, I I just had watched Murder, She Wrote from the time... I think it started in 85, so I was a very little yep. kid and still legitimately frightened uh, up until I was, like, beyond my naive teen years. I was still committed to this premise in this show. So would you say, besides our own Chris Smith, Murder, She Wrote was the best thing to come out of 1985? I would say that that is a solid Yes. I don't know. I, was I have to think of my also, friends guys. who are now 30, and there's, there's a few good ones. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ezra. I just assumed you were 84. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Maybe, I, maybe I'll try to claim 86 now. What else happened then? I think of Chris as being two to three years younger than you for some reason. Maybe it's the beard. Uh, sure. Let's, let's go with that. <laughs> uh, what happened in 86? Do I have a, is that an easier... Easier thing for me to get at. Um, let's see. I'm sure. Like, <laughs> what are you googling? Best thing to come out of 1986. <laughs> I mean, it's 1986. Uh, Lauren Conrad was in 1986. Never mind. I'm out. <laughs> All right, you're back. 85. Yeah. Uh, so, Caitlin, so you've been watching it since you were a, a, a wee babe. A wee tot. Yes. And and you you've so it's big in your household. You've always enjoyed it. I don't know why my mom would have loved this show, but apparently my mom loved this show. I I, I can't. mean everybody loved the show. It was a very popular yeah. show. She well, I guess with the popularity of things like Law and Order, I really don't think this is much worse. I certainly think this is more charming, especially now that Jerry Orbach, who crossed over both series, is gone. R.I.P. Wait, Jerry Orbach was in this show. Jerry Orbach, yes, played. I forget what the name of his drop-in character was, but he is a frequent recurring guest as the same character, and actually has a standalone episode or two, I believe. In uh, fact, see, one episode of Mr. Murder She Wrote is a pilot for a spin-off starring Jerry Orbach. Jerry Arbach, that picked up? That I don't voice. know that it did. Yeah, oh, I don't. Did you know that, that Jerry Arbach was also the voice of Lumiere, the French uh, candelabra <gasps> in Beauty and the Beast? What? <laughs> yeah, he was. Are you serious? Reunited and it feels so good. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious, Chris? That's yeah. bananas. <laughs> I love Jerry Arbach. He was the reason why. Besides the unrealistically hot assistant, assistant district attorneys, Jerry Arbach is why Law and Order was great. Yes. I miss him so much. He was the best part of that show. I agree. 
so if you had wanted me to really like this show, uh, which I'm not sure you did from this episode selection. That's but fair. But if you had really wanted me to, you would have put a Jerry Orbach episode in there because that would have made my day. I should have not. I chose a Bill Maher episode because I thought that's just a funnier gem of a guest star. But that's, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're right. Uh, well, and I, I, I'm telling you, just watch one, watch the one episode. I'll find out before we're done which episode it was. But watch that one episode that would have been a spinoff show. I It'll just feel good. That. It'll be a Beauty and the Beast reunion. Right? That's pretty rad. Hmm. I didn't know he had a French accent on him. What a weird thing. All right. Anyway, uh, so so how did you pick this? You picked the Bill Maher because that one was a gem of a guest star, which you're 100% right on. And it is a good example of those kind of standalone episodes where right. they, you know, obviously had Angela Lansbury for 15 minutes and just used that <laughs> and then <laughs> well, put it together the rest with, like, TV stable actors. Right. We got a young Brian Cranston in that also. Yeah, you did get some Brycrans. That was pretty good. <laughs> 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 Yeah, he was like, described as a hunk. Is that your final answer? <laughs> I stand by it. Okay, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've heard this before. And then how did you? And then uh, uh, I guess virtual murder. How did you choose that one? Oh, that was just deliberate cruelty. Uh, and that uh, <laughs> because it's terrible. Because I wanted to take an hour of your lives away uh, with Kevin Sorbo, as you have done to me. Oh, uh, many times. So I decided that the Kevin Sorbo tie the. Like, how truly deliciously bad that episode was just deserved a viewing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, when, for a show I've never watched, making one-third of them painfully bad. Yeah. Is, uh, it's not really a tough... Like, you're not giving me... And one being entirely Bill Murray. Well, Bill, and if I sent you a quote-unquote really good one, it's still murder, she wrote. Like, that episode fits the bill 100%. It stays to formula right down the line. And we can break right. down the murder, she wrote formula if you want. That episode is a perfect example. Well, why don't we start with that? That's actually a good way to go, but I'm going to have Chris do it from what he has figured out. Oh, okay. Chris, I want you to summarize in the style of a cheery old lady. <laughs> oh. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Can't be surprised. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. What about a dapper jewel thief? You could be a dapper jewel thief. No. I'm sorry. I don't mean to throw that wrench out, but, you know, you can choose cheery old lady. Yeah, Get in I, touch I, with your inner Angela Lansbury. How could that ever feel bad? Yeah. Your inner Angelans. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we all have an Angelans just waiting to break free. Right inside <laughs> us, don't we? Oh, that I definitely wish. sounds like a medical I condition. Wish. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Oh, hello. Didn't see you there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, come in. Have a cup of tea. <laughs> yes, it feels so nice with the fog coming off Cabot Cove. Now, we're going to talk here a little bit about a show and a book series called Murder, She Wrote, uh, where school teacher turned mystery writer Jessica Fletcher, played by the incomparable Angela Lansbury, Dame Angela Lansbury, uh, <laughs> solves murders using her knack for mystery solving and whodunits. And it's based right here in Cabot Cove, Maine. So she gets all ki- into all kinds of fixes and little adventures in her travels through our beautiful Yankee country. Uh, she also travels around and, and Which looks has... a lot like Venice, California for some reason <laughs> <laughs> well, It's, it's uh, actually all filmed in Mendocino In Mendocino Everything <laughs> in Cabot Cove is in Mendocino <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, the Atlantic Pacific It, it works <laughs> So we watched three episodes Wait, so uh, they, wait to, in order to do that Do they have to flip all the film around So it looks like the coast is on the other side? I actually think that, that yes that, that That's <laughs> what they did <laughs> You started to say yes before I think you realized how dumb what I had just said was. Well, I think in photo image, like, 
it's dumb, but I think that there is something that they did to the town to make it look more East Coasty, and I feel like it does have to do with the orientation of buildings in the ocean. Well, is that the uh, dumbest? No, no, that's great. I wonder if the other thing that somebody, we, a couple of our uh, listeners have sent us some articles about this show to, oh, yeah. that I've been perusing, and one of them was about how not Maine it is. Oh, yeah. Like, partially, including the fact that in Maine, for six months out of the year, three quarters of the vehicles on the road are trucks with snowplows on the front of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which you don't really see a lot of in this show. No. Lots of rain. Never yeah. any snow. Yeah. No. Anyway, sorry, continue, uh, Dame Chris. Oh, yes. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so we watched three episodes uh, for this show. So the first one was A Virtual Murder, where Jessica Fletcher goes to Silicon Valley, where there's hot new tech companies, and she solves a murder at a video game studio, of all things. And uh, they're, on the, they're on the verge of releasing something new called Virtual Reality, and it's a mystery game where she has written the murder plot. Uh, and there's a murder. It's like reality, but it's virtual, because they don't call it virtual reality for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> no, there are great shots of her in, in goggles and little gloves, not no, really knowing what's going on. And it's great. Uh, and, and so there's a murder, and it isn't who you thought it would be, but it is somebody we've met before early in the episode. Right. <laughs> so the second episode we watched was uh, A Little Night Work, where there's a murder at a political fundraiser gala or ball in New York City and, and the disappearance of a million dollar diamond necklace and it, it, it's up to Jessica to solve and uh, she also meets with her uh, I don't know Caitlin what would you call him? Acquaintance Dennis? Or oh yes uh-huh. her yeah, future bone buddy roguish jewel thief uh, gentleman jewel thief uh, and, and you know numerous others guest star but uh, she works with the police and she but don't worry, out. he is stealing jewels out of love for his uh, his widow. That's right. And he only jewels that people aren't sentimentally attached to from people who can afford the loss. He's, he's such who a Who are Robin, insured by know? a very particular insurance company. Yeah, he, he is improbably good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so she solves that murder, and she works with the police to do it, and it turns out it wasn't who you might think it would have been at the beginning of the episode but it was someone you met early on in the episode (laughs) (laughs) what a twist (laughs) the third episode is goodbye charlie where instead of being involved in the case herself she tells a story from the murder mysteries that she's writing and she tells a story uh where a pi from hollywood and his wife bill maher and faith ford try to claim a john doe who just died as their uncle charlie to get the inheritance and the local sheriff and some local drama involving incest and other things make it more complicated than they can. That's true. It did involve some mild incest. <laughs> mild incest. Just polite incest. I mean, once like incest, like once states, removed. Incest. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was a. The, legal, they're kissing but cousins. They're a little more than that. Yes. <laughs> At least. Yes. Yeah. And it turns out that the hero uh, made it work, but then it didn't quite work out where he could be unethical all the way. And so. Uh, He's more right, in because Uncle Charlie was there. Because Uncle Charlie wasn't dead after all. So uh, less murder in that, but still some, and it wasn't who we initially expected. <laughs> and that's I, murder she wrote. It's uh, that it's the best show on in the history of the world. Yes. I, I you know I can't argue with that. You guys, this is going to be so awkward here in a second. And I saw The Wire. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, it is not going to be awkward, Alex. It's going to be fine. You're going to love it. Just I, 
there are some problems, should, should, but it's should, should we should we pause now, Alex? Should we just pause now so you can like watch the entire twelve seasons and get back to us? You know, I, think I don't that think that is issue. a way that you will win me over. I think that will only upset me. <laughs> are you willing to try? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I am not committing to twelve seasons. <laughs> Alex, look, I just want you to give it a fair shake. Three whole weeks of your life without sleep. <laughs> That's all I want. You know, just be fair to it. You know, give it a chance. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. All right. All right. All right. The best all right. part about the show the is that you could just watch like one episode over and over and over again and it would feel exactly the same it's just a warm blanket it's the sh- this show is just gravy it's just like yeah. delicious perfect <laughs> thing that's the same all of the time i yeah, pause for a second caitlin i just want to uh, re- let's just savor the fact that when you, in your uh, series of metaphors it is both a blanket and gravy it is a blanket of gravy it is a blanket for you or your food mm. it makes everything <laughs> feel and taste warm and good uh, just cover me with butter. <laughs> you know, the alternate plot summary for this, by the way, according to uh, Tanya, who couldn't be on this episode but wanted to very badly, is yeah, she did. New England mystery writer kills hundreds, goes yeah. around convincing the police it was other people. Oh, yeah. Is- <laughs> yeah. That is the, uh, I mean, it's a distinct possibility. I think you can't I mean, watch more than a few episodes and start to wonder about how Jessica Fletcher is fooling everyone into not seeing that she is, like, yeah. history's well, most this prolific was, serial killer. Well, this was, Stephen, this was uh, Stephen King's whole thing, right, though? Like, yeah. this is why he wrote all the books exactly detailing how he killed people, because no one believed him afterwards. Mm. Mm-hmm. After he killed all those people? Yeah. So That's why I got away math, with it. By the way, huh. on Cabot Cove, Maine, and per capita, it has triple the murder rate of Detroit or Baltimore. Yeah, it is yeah, actually the most statistically talk it's about the that. most dangerous uh, fictional place. Hang on to that. We're going to come back to that. Wait, in a second. even like um, Nakatomi Plaza, because that was pretty high head count. Also, well, not a city. That's... We're going to come back to this. We're going to come <laughs> back. Hang on, you guys. We're going to talk about this at length later on. Uh, but, but first, uh, we're going to do instead of hates, we're going to. Uh, let's just see this. I just want to know, is it great or is it terrible? Let's just examine the clues and see where they lead us. So <laughs> you guys can discover whatever kinds of clues you want, and I will talk about some clues that I noticed. Okay. Uh, let's start us off on uh, a really disappointing note, uh, mostly because I was really disappointed. How did I not know this entire series was available on Netflix before this episode? <laughs> <laughs> If it I is. ever get the sniffles, or I just need to, like, you know, be reassured of, of life in general, I'm going to turn on some fucking Murder, She Wrote. It feels really good. <laughs> it is a gravy blanket, and it feels really good. <laughs> just when you're sick, you know, that's what they say. Like, get like drink lots of fluids, get a lot of rest, wrap yourself in a gravy blanket. <laughs> well, no, no, it's, gravy it's, it's is a fever. fluid. <laughs> kind of. Like a non Feed a fever, fluid. starve a cold, everything else Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> Murder a she wrote. I Murder okay. Well, let's wrote. talk about then the one that we can agree: the corniness of the computer episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, that did not age super well. Did not <laughs> age well. <laughs> you guys, I have a mini segment for that episode called "That's Not How That Works." I know some of the things. Even it's not just that it's mo- it's out of date. But it's also that it was wrong for the time technology. Well, actually, here's the problem. I'm not sure. Sh- I'm fuzzy enough on my 1996 like computer things that I don't know if it was source code or source codes. 
Like with the codes, anybody could change the location to like a cruise ship, and you can't tell it's stolen. I, Do you really I, think look, anybody in the world could change that virtual reality game, which could not exist at the time? And myth Im- look, myth improbable, but I'm not saying busted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, here's how a pager works. Somebody calls you, and a thing on your belt beeps or vibrates, and then you can right. see on the screen who called. <laughs> right. They can leave a little message so instead of their real number so you know contextual clues about what they're, what's happening. Instead, right. in Murder, she wrote, instead of wearing, they all wear pagers, but there's just an intercom that comes over for the entire room that announces who's on the phone for you. Yeah, that's not a pager. That's not really and the pager. voice that's, it's, not- it's obviously a speaking voice, but it's somebody speaking as if they are a robot. Yeah, like so, Chris during, when he plays Meatball. Martin, please check the pager in your pocket. <laughs> Also, Alex, call like... your mother. <laughs> I... Oh, Alex, get on that, man. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I gotta call my mom. Yeah, because, of course, it's the 90s, and who would be good at computers? Somebody whose mom is calling him at work all the time. Uh-huh. Come on, you guys. Ugh. Um, I do kind of feel like, though, with the 90s, I'm like PETA in Hunger Games, where it's like, all right, guys, was this real, or is this like a false memory? Because like, I, 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 all right. Well, so here's so let me so obviously the the technology where you write a story but a woman can just walk around in it with virtual reality and interact. That with was all real, of it. right? Yeah. So that part is a little bit of a stretch. But here's my favorite part: is the scoring that they put. They put a score on the screen when they showed her playing the game. Oh yeah. So you, you she walks in, talking to people. She starts the accepting. game. She has a thousand points. Yeah. The butler kisses her hand, and she has twenty five hundred points. Yeah. How? How did she get 1,500 points because he kissed her hand? How does that game work? How do you win that game? You, you had to put your hand out for that, though. Well, but that's really like got points for sexual harassment in real life. I mean, that'd be pretty <laughs> sweet. If you could just keep a counter every time some guy what? licks your hand, that'd be pretty great. Okay, first of all, I don't think he licked it. And second of all, no, no, how no, third of all, people licking your hands? Yeah, how many points would you have to get? Look, it's rough out there, okay? <laughs> Huh. Um, what would you need to That's exchange true. that for in order to make this okay for you, Caitlin? I would let a stranger lick my that hand is for, good... for 2,000 points. I'll consult but, with the but... movement and get back on back to you about <laughs> what our demands are in return for our points. Because, I mean, like, if... Well, look, I don't, I don't think this is really the right trade, but I'm sure there are some people who would be like, yeah, like, if we just, like, set up, like, a Chuck E. Cheese-style redemption uh, area... Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like you give your sexual harassment tickets, but you can turn them in for a teddy bear and some silly string? No, it's like you get the 24 cents on the dollar you should have made. For every thousand points, you get oh, like an extra, just... p- extra penny toward that dollar of every hour that you work. Except it's, it's just only a, in it's tokens, only redeemable at that arcade. Of course, yeah. Uh-huh, and all they have at that arcade are like really shitty tampons. That's the, that's the only thing we're allowed to do. <laughs> oh, man, I'm out again. <laughs> Not, I, not okay. The good other kind. fun thing you in that what? Tech what? Moment. That's gross. That's gross free. It's life. It is no, a not life. Gross. Just like some tampons are worse made than others. Ever. I didn't expect to be talking. Period. Oh yeah, you you're did, right. You're right. You that did is the worst say they were prize shitty. ever. Um, I okay. So other thing about the technology, uh, the hacker runs all of his password hacking programs, <laughs> including one that he called a, a, a character generator. Which I don't think. Anyway, he can't figure it out. And Angela Lansbury rainmans the password. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, he was a genius. The password is probably open door. And then that is the password. <laughs> love it. Geniuses love doors. Am I right, guys? 
Yeah. But was that's... there a space? Was there a capital O? How did? Yeah. First she try. just guessed an eight character password. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we had numbers back then, right? Oh, hey, certainly not so, in passwords. We were. That's yeah. That's just. That's near future um, dystopia. Hey, right, I, I got a question for for real or false memory, guys. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, so did we have gloves? Like, not what? just like, 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 <laughs> sure, electronic gloves. I'm pretty sure we didn't have those, but do we, we had regular gloves at that time, right? We yeah, had glove definitely. technology, yeah, or was that, it just mittens back then? But only in Silicon Valley, <laughs> yeah, yeah, only only in the future land of Silicon Valley. So the rest of us still had to have our, our fingers in the same hole. Oh man, I. So I'll give you guys a clue that the uh, something that I that was fun uh, the cheery intro. Uh, yeah, yeah we, right. For a the show music. about murder. It's just a series of her like boating and gardening and not murdering people. It's really <laughs> lovely. Yeah, it establishes who she is. You know, I, ca- uh, I threw someone off this boat. I buried someone in this garden. <laughs> <laughs> My bike tires are right made good. of human skin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> This uh, is a dark turn, you guys. This is taking a dark turn. Once again, Tanya couldn't be here, but she did want to add, if only one thing, that before she could even read or really understand what was going on, she loved the music of this show so much that as a toddler, she went and conducted in front of the TV whenever the music was on. Oh, that's cute. Right? But that's for her. That's not for the show. Would the dark version of the show be called Murder, She Killed? <laughs> yeah, like murder it. she killed would be a real dark murder <laughs> she killed. Um, I, okay, here's a clue. You guys can tell. I want your help now de- deciphering this clue. Um, uh, there were two different times in their three episodes where there were fake sex noises. Mm-hmm. One, mm. it just turned out to be a clothes-on couples massage. Yeah, but they were <laughs> Not like entirely on this- though, right? What? Was, well, Bill Maher's shoulders were bare, but yeah. yeah. No, his his shirt was open. Oh, that's it's right. Like, yeah, that's that one. But it's like trying, okay. Hear... So that one. What's the other one? Um, <laughs> the other one was with. Oh, I think it was in the one with the the mustachioed guy. Oh, now I can't remember. What was the other one? There was another one. I there's for sure another one. Okay, but anyway, oh, absolutely... we'll just take it for granted. There were two. Move on. <laughs> yeah, there were two. So what's the deal with like? They're setting it up like there's sex, sex by the sex noises, and then there's no sex. I think that was like pretty shocking for like broadcast TV in the '90s, right? Yeah, like the was... idea that there could be any kind of sexy noises at all. So I think that was like, pretty like, saucy. Think about your target yeah, so market. They like fainted basically, and then like they were like revived. Like, oh no, it's all right. It was just a massage, and they're like a massage, and then fainted again. Like <laughs> I think that they're all very, very vapored by this. Yeah, it does seem like there had to have been a lot of favors. I don't know. I don't know. Every one of those people who watched that show was a grandma, and so she had had sex in order to make her kids to make them have sex to have more kids. Is that how, she can't be that is how this all works? Right. I, you <laughs> never hear that on, on that the time? radio. Yeah. <laughs> Should that be kind of interesting if, like, yeah, this is a serialized just porno, like, in, like, 1920s uh, for the radio? Just, like, where everyone just, like, gets in... <laughs> it's serialized? So, like, what's the next plot? What's the second episode like? I, I, don't, I don't know. I think it just it cuts off at an interesting part, I guess. Uh, you know, where, like, 
then the plumber shows up or like I guess they didn't have plumbers then. They didn't have plumbers. The icebox man shows up. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, does someone have an icebox that needs more ice in it? Because that's what I do, because I'm the icebox man. And then it's like, cut to... And then, like, sure that's by just Blue the Cole. ice man, Ezra. <laughs> Is that? Really? I, I, I think don't that's know. what the ice man does. Oh, and he, then he cometh. Yeah, then he cometh. <laughs> oh, that's no. pretty good. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's a clue. In the uh, episode of Bill Maher... One of the characters was Elizabeth Banks as Bimbo. <laughs> that was Elizabeth Banks? I, I think it was Elizabeth it, Banks. There's no way, right? I think the age yeah, is... There's, there's the, the, right? The name was Elizabeth Banks. I, it could be a different person named Elizabeth Banks. Now well, that curious. is awesome, if so. Anyway, there was a character named Bimbo. Yeah. Well, there's also Marsha May, who's also kind of a Bimbo. I mean, this town. But is like the full character name is Bimbo. Yeah. I gotta see that. I'm looking up the full cast just to see Bimbo. There it's she is. Elizabeth it Holmes. is Elizabeth Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes. Oh, I oh. miswrote it. Or maybe she changed her name in that um, you know the intervening twenty years. That's <laughs> probably what happened. That makes more yeah. sense than me miss, missing it in the quick yeah. credits as it rolled by. Although I'm very proud of you for noticing Bimbo. I mean, Jessica Fletcher is a little slut shamey. She doesn't really judge, but, like, you know, she doesn't approve. Yeah. But there are some she pursed lips and some sidelong glances. Exactly, yes. And that says it all, doesn't it? Mm. <laughs> no, it says not enough. It doesn't say it all. It says something. It definitively says nothing, actually, Caitlin. <laughs> huh. Um, according to IMDb, Angela Lansbury's, like, three trademarks are strawberry blonde hair, sparkling blue eyes, and deep, sultry voice. Mm. Which is, See, Mrs. Is Potts no. again. <laughs> and actually, is a teapot. That's what I thought the trademark would be. Her defining characteristics are teapot-like, containing tea, and able to pour tea out of her face. <laughs> that is where her spout is, and that is where her handle is. She is also short and stout. <laughs> And I made myself so easy to love. Oh no, my emotion circuits are overloaded by the death of new meat buddy Molly on last week's episode. Me too. I can only hope her death was not in vain and that the new intensity of this pew, program pew. is enticing to meat buddies. Floop, floop, floop. Well, I guess that answers that question. And now, another super intense... Pew, 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 ...episode of Crisis in Meatburg, brought to you by our fabulous new meat buddies, Stephen, Ryan, and Anev. You can join these three brave souls in saving Meatburg by going to read-weep.com slash meatbuddies. Intensity. <laughs> I am victorious! You cannot defeat the vegetarian Samantha Witch! That's what you think, because you haven't met our newest meat buddies, Stephen Sinclair, Ryan Elmquist, and Anev. Hey. Hi. Hi. Now that I've met them, it's time for them to meet their doom! <laughs> what is it? What happened? We are now under Sandwich's control. We will do anything you say, Sandwich. Samantha. Yes, my lady. Anything you command. No! Attack her! Don't obey her commands! Oh no, we are surely doomed. Doomed is right! Okay, minions. Only one of you can survive to be my companion. Please! Fight to the death! 
No! Actually, I'm not sure that is a good plan, Samwich. None of our meat buddies get powers that are useful in a fight. That's right. Quick, what are your powers, guys? I'm Ryan, and I, I have x-ray vision. And I'm a Nev, and I can breathe underwater. This is Steve. I have the power to morph into any vegetable when I'm scared. All those sound like interesting powers to have, but not great for fighting. Some man the witch does not care. They must fight anyway. Go, minions. Fight. I can see inside both of you. Weird. I'm holding my breath. I'm going to potato. And now he is a potato. I'm looking inside the potato. Attack each other. Go. I ordered you to fight. Uh, we are fighting? Hey, I have an idea. Instead of fighting, let's go to that pond right behind our leader, Sandwich, and have a breath-holding contest. I see through your ploy, fish boy. Uh, I'm a potato. All right, this is not working. Somebody has to die. No. Whoa, you just stepped on Steve. Not cool, Sandwich. You squished Steve. That wasn't a fair fight. He was a potato. You're not controlling me anymore. Not with that crap dude. Shove. Wow, you did it, Ryan. You pushed the witch woman into the pond. Now she's going to melt. Ah, you jerk. How did she not melt? She is a witch. I don't melt in water. I do hate being wet. I'm leaving to go get a dry change of clothes. It worked anyway. You didn't melt her, but we defeated the witch woman. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Awesome. <coughs> I'm mashed potatoes. Will the witch woman continue her devastating wrath on the good people of Meatburg? Or will she go back to a simpler time before all this intensity? <laughs> it's up to you. Go to read-weep.com slash meatbuddies to join the crusade and let us know if you'd like to survive the ad or not. Now that's the power. Man, I was hoping I'd at least be able to use my x-ray vision to see under people's clothes, but... All I see is skeletons and junk. And you risk giving them an overdose of radiation. Ugh, this power sucks. I, I'm a potato. Me buddies, 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 me buddies. All right, you guys, now it's time to play our game of top five. Top five. Except this week it's only top four. What? Ooh. So here's the prop. So this is what we, this is our saying we do every week. Where we ask people, uh, ask our listeners to tell us what they want to make sure. One thing they want to make sure we talk about, and then we pick our five favorites. Except this time, everybody said the same thing. <laughs> can, can, can I get the fifth spot then, Alex? Sure, it's all yours. All um, right. So so number one through ten for everybody <laughs> was. I, so Kristen uh, on Twitter was the first one, I think, to post it. But everybody wanted to talk about how Cabot Cove has such an extremely high murder rate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As Chris mentioned, it's nearly tri- it's like roughly triple that of Baltimore. Also, I read it's almost 2% of Cabot Cove was murdered during the show. <laughs> That's an amazing statistic. Yeah. Oh, wow. At I some mean, point, wait a like, second, the though. UN should have intervened. Yeah, exactly. But once, once they get murdered, they're not part of the population anymore, right? Right. So the population was decreased by 2% because of the murders per, uh, pretending not to have been by Agatha Christie. Except, um, you know, Jessica Fletcher. Jessica Fletcher. Jessica Although, Fletcher, I mean... We, sorry, yeah. Jessica Fletcher. We, I've never seen them both in the same room, so... Yeah, I'm right? sorry. I don't See? know why I said that, that one. See why I didn't um, correct well, you? Because you're not I, I, wrong. I kind of know, you know why you... I kind of know why you said it, Alex. I mean, that it's is this? There's not that many female, really pretty old mystery solvers, right? Yeah, well, there's writers. like Miss Marple and like. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a, a couple. Do you guys watch Rosemary in Time? If, 
Oh yeah, no. right. Oh. Alex, what if you're like specifically like racist against like detectives? Maybe <laughs> detectives. Like, like, like you see, like all detectives to be like the same, like like detective line. They're like, oh, they all they all look the same to me. These I think I think all old white women who solve murders uh, are the same to me. I'm willing to make that. I'm willing to be a little racist about that. Huh. Huh. I'm fine with it. Come farther than Way this. to take inventory, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I so also apparently somebody uh, one of the articles that I was reading pointed out that Kristen had sent and pointed out that uh, it's frequently the visitors to the town who get murdered. Oh yeah, which yeah. is only a little less creepy if it's like a significant portion of the tourists get murdered and it's the just the greater good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a creepy town. Yeah, it, it's. Um, uh... It's a dangerous place. It yeah. really is. Well, not a dangerous place. A dangerous place to live there, though. But like, if you're like passing through, you probably will get caught. But you could, you could totally murder someone if you wanted. That's that was my takeaway, no, right? That's true. But she she solves what? everything. She what? solves all of them. That's the thing. Well, she yeah. frames right, someone for all of her murders. She successfully yeah. frames someone. Yeah, she's so good at that. Every easier time, to frame a, easier to frame the new guy. <laughs> hey, I think it was the new guy. <laughs> I, I guess what it is. Yeah, it, it's Unless, one of those. It's like a little town that really is is scared of strangers. So everyone who gets comes through gets either murdered or reason, framed yeah. for a murder. Well, that's it. It's like really a lot. Like every show, every episode is basically adults respond to common stress with murder. Like it's like you know, <laughs> I was in debt, so I killed so him. Like right. I felt slightly embarrassed, so I killed him. It's like it just goes on. Like has this, ca- this coping me- mechanism in this small town. It's not like yeah. Angela Lansbury's going around like solving uh, minor fraud or uh, some <laughs> larceny. Actually, or- wait, I do love Caitlin. Uh, like budgeting, she wrote. Where it's just like kind of like a financial advisor who just helps you get a handle on on your credit and such. Wait, or or that would really yeah, that's the preventative measure for murder. She wrote it's just like marriage counselor. She wrote yeah. <laughs> right, fair-minded or, accountant. She wrote. Or if the accountant is getting is responding to common stress by murdering, then it would be uh, it would be accountant she murdered. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's what keeps really. Happening. I just think we can identify a lot of things that could have been done before murder. She wrote that. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah she Any number a lot of common stuff. adult coping skills could prevent Whoa. a whole lot of tragedy. Verbal abuse. She wrote. Yeah. I, oh my god! Wait a second, guys. <laughs> or just punch the crotch. She wrote. Yeah. Oh, and then, like, oh there you go. She could like she could, like she could like take over like America's funniest home videos and like host it and like like oh hello there. I just found a delightful video. <laughs> punch the crotch. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I, I, you know, one of the things that's so weird is because I've watched a lot of Law and Order, mm-hmm. and on Law and Order, the murders are super brutal. Yeah, and this feels so that like the same number of people are murdered on this show, and yet it feels so cheery and laid back, and that mm. is super deliberate on the part of the show. Angela Lansbury, yeah, I mean, like, wanna, she's against violence, and so, I mean, obviously, it's super deliberate. I guess it's just weird to have a show where. It ran for 12 seasons, and someone gets murdered every single day. 2% of Cabot Cove gets <laughs> murdered, and it never feels violent. 
everybody not, resorts to very mild murdering. There's no Reservoir Dogs episode where somebody's just scraping on the floor behind you, <laughs> like of a gun with a gunshot wound, right. and their stomach suffering. Yeah. You know, nobody slowly cuts off anybody's face parts. Like it's very. Yeah. This is the kind of show that goes with the theory that like you can bonk somebody on the back of the head and they will just die quietly. Like that's right. all oh. it really takes is I- like. A trophy to the dome, and then there's no kicking. There's no horrible right. moment of watching somebody's no life slip anywhere. away as, like, yeah. yeah, they spasm and right. you know soil themselves. There's none of that. It's you know death is instant Just and straight gone. Yeah. yeah, guys, how how much would you give to have a video of Angela Lansbury dancing to "Stuck in the Middle with You"? Oh my god. And, like, so much. As long as she's holding a straight razor, I don't care what she. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, even I, consider that a controversial casting choice. I think she's spot on for that. <laughs> she was the original Mr. Blonde. Yes. Oh man. I, uh, I so go ahead. That was number one from everybody. Uh, number two, jo- Joanna B on Twitter uh, says, "How would you guys fail to survive in her town since there are so many murders?" Oh, so, I think I'd be an accidental, quote-unquote, drowning on a sailboat off of Cabot Cove that needed to be oh. solved. I'd, I'd be Natalie Wood, I guess, in that scenario. <laughs> Interesting. Now I have to see if Charles Walken ever guest starred, because I would not be surprised, given the era. <laughs> yeah. Chris Walken and Robert Wagner are just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that my... I don't know. I mean, I'd le- I would definitely be somebody passing through. Because I am a city mouse, and this is way too far out and small. So I'd be passing through, like, oh, what a quaint little place for us to hang out. And then I would be in debt, because I am not great with money. And the only way out of debt is to murder a stranger, right? Isn't that how this works? Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would... So No, no. So I would get murdered... Yeah, I don't know. someone I feel would like... turn in your pelt for money or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the more I say this out um, loud, the more I think maybe I'd be in the 98% of Cabot Cove that survives. I don't know. I, think, I feel like I'm I more likely to be a gentleman a, jewel thief. I'd be staying at a delightful bed and breakfast, and I think it'd be a case of mistaken identity. And they meant to murder someone else who's like a doppelganger of mine, oh. I guess. Oh, no, but was. all white men look alike, and therefore... Mm-hmm. Got like mm-hmm. all uh, old detectives. That's <laughs> the struggle, man. I'm willing I, to say I had that a similar theory for my own demise that I would be mistaken for the mistress of some someone. I would be a well-meaning Ooh, nice. woman in a man's life, but his crazed wife would mistake me as someone that he was sleeping with, and I would get off. Nice. That's nice, though. So, what, I mean, you're, you're, you're that. <laughs> Wait, you're that, what part of like, that is you're nice? You're attractive enough to be a mi- well, because like you're attractive to be a mistress. Like that guy has options. Well, I mean, well, it's yeah. She's, no, it's, Right? She's like, she's like, she gets wow. murdered. Not in this every story. mistress is like, it's not always like you're jumping off a mule into a Ferrari. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes there's. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes the mistress is just a lady to willing mule? to sleep with a marrying dude. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's, some, that's okay, not exactly I, I, the fantasy. Wait, wait, wait I don't understand. Not using people. Go back to using forms of transportation. <laughs> so I thought mules to Caitlin. Ferrari was good. Oh, it yeah. was great. But I didn't do it confused. in this scenario. I didn't do it. She just thought, you know, to, in the heat of passion right. to sit, you know, she thought she was going to lose the love of her life and I was taking him away. And even though I wasn't, she strikes. And then Jessica figures out what happens and she tearfully admits that it was her and she feels really guilty. So I like it. I, 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 mean, I'm dead, but I like still get to make somebody feel guilty. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the best You're of both worlds. Yeah, see what I mean? Somebody. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. that. You win. Um, Allie said on Twitter, asked, uh, have any of us played the board game version where everyone plays Jessica Fletcher? Oh! What? If only. (laughs) 
We yeah, want a new podcast where we just play that live. Yes. Uh, there is. She actually sent us a link to a podcast where they played the board game. That's amazing. Um, huh. So we can check that out. We'll post that link. I in didn't the notes. know that the 70 plus crowd was podcasting. I'm proud of them for, you know. <laughs> I, yeah, that's great. It. Yeah, Murder She Podcasted. <laughs> or Podcast She Wrote. <laughs> well, that would be safer. Uh, and then number four. Uh, David on Facebook wants us to talk uh, he, he reminded us he wants us to talk about this he reminded us that we came up with this idea for a crossover during the episode about the worst book ever written Ghost uh, oh god we came up with the idea for the book Murder She Ghost <laughs> oh no <laughs> so what would a book what would an episode of Murder She Ghost need to have now I don't remember that episode David thanks for remembering um, I blacked out that entire experience from oh, my mind oh what a dark time all for all of 14 hours of that crazy book oh my god by the so way statistically what are the odds that like Caitlin be back to reference that one when somebody brings up the well now 2%. I'm suspicious now that I know that she lo- <laughs> yeah 2% yeah. now that I know she loves Murder She Wrote now I think Caitlin you probably like work a Murder She Wrote joke into everything I'm embarrassed to admit that that might be true <laughs> <laughs> it's all your jokes just trace back to marisha wrote that's the Maybe. only set like it's your touchstone yeah i'd really like it if, if well i certainly video. know that when i'm on stage i murder oh, <laughs> with, yeah. jokes I, I, with jokes i wrote so she joked. you know what i mean you get it you see what i'm doing there I, i'll go I, you know what i'll just leave you guys i'll just go <laughs> see myself you know, out of this podcast I, we've already cut We've already cut you out of the episode. Perfect. So don't okay, worry good. About yeah, excellent. That's what I would recommend. <laughs> Does anybody remember what Murder She Ghost was about? I don't know. I, I'm just going to him solving say, murder mysteries. As, as I sit uh, here uh, right uh, now, Angel- Alex, uh, I'm thinking of Angela Lansbury is a little old bitty in sensible shoes who stops a global terror ring with a lot of uh, yes. prejudice. That yeah, okay. And oh, sexism. A bunch of kidnapped coeds and. Uh, Instead of douchebag central showing up, they yeah. send in Angela Lansbury. <laughs> Jessica yeah, Fletcher barely spots. suppressing her urge to rape, freeing, <laughs> killing terrorists all over the country. Oh, no, I can't. <laughs> and then I she can't. takes out Dr. Seth Hazlitt and Sheriff Mort out onto a boat deep into international waters and degrades them in uh, through sexual no. means. I, no. I don't want to rub this in again. And you guys, the first but... sheriff, Amos. They're all on the boat. I can't. I can't. Again. I don't want to rub this in too hard, you guys, but I just want to remind you that it was only four hours for me. I hate you so much. Oh, <laughs> I did stop after the second book, met. but I didn't. I didn't have to hear the part in Eastern Europe, but I did have to hear the part on the boat. Ugh. Mm. Oh, and you, so you're mad at me for a virtual murder. You're mad at me for one hour of delightfully yeah. corny '90s near future version of never, video game technology. I've never said when I had to listen. <laughs> Yeah, a million hours of the psychosexual fantasies of a repressed teacot member. Maybe Caitlin, this that we feel guilty about that, and that's why we let you watch Murder She Wrote with us. Thanks, I appreciate it. And I will admit that I had to watch these three episodes for research, but I did not have to watch the like ten other episodes that I watched (laughs) in the last week. So I've spent just as much time with Murder She Wrote as I did with that terrible, terrible book. All right, and our last last up in top five. Top five. So All right. four. Uh, so uh, I would like to present to you guys Murder He Randomly Generated. <laughs> um, right. uh, so uh, Alex and Chris, uh, if you check your emails, uh, mm-hmm. you yes. will have your character sheets. Yes. Okay, um, Caitlin, you are now a detective. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you have, let's say, four minutes to solve this case. Okay. All right. 
The first two of which will be me reading what the case is. The victim is a female of 33, 33 years of age, Denise Crabapple. She has a pale complexion, curly golden blonde hair, and a short ponytail and hazel eyes. She's a little tall, fairly muscular, and is wearing a firefighter's uniform. She Ooh, was found must- at 11.24 p.m. on a department store roof. Cause of oh. death was a peculiar incident involving a stick and a paintbrush. We have uh, two people to question. Uh, Wait, Alex two? Is, uh, uh, oh, sorry, three. I'm a person, too. Yeah, you're a person, um, too. Yeah, yeah. So, so Alex, who, who are you? Uh, I am Jocelyn Carbonara. Car- Carbonara? Isn't that a That's pork pasta. dish? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm Jocelyn Carbonara, 16, sno- a rich snob. And I'm working in the department store. Yeah, try try to add some some flavor there, man. I found the body. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Chris, who are you? Wait, actually, maybe uh, maybe I should go first. Okay. Okay. Just in case. No, no, I think Chris should go next. Okay. Hey, guys. I'm random townsperson Trent McMillan, and I'm 21 (laughs) years old. And I'm hot. I think I'm hot stuff. Uh, I'm, I, you know, I knew Jocelyn around town. No, no, no. I'm Jocelyn. Oh, sorry. I knew Denise. <laughs> yeah. No, no. But you are my boyfriend. No. Read the card. Yeah. Oh, we're shit. dating. You don't even remember that we're dating, Trent. Listen, I'm, I'm sort of shocked. So All right. Trent, you're such a jerk. How you're old is the dead firefighter? So there's a 16-year-old, a 21-year-old, and a 30-something that are already at play here? I work in the store. Yeah. Denise is 30. She was dead on the roof. I found the body. Creepy. I was in the art studio um, working on my art. My art is my everything. <laughs> um, I think here's the thing about Trent, though. Uh, <laughs> we obviously live in a place where it's okay that he's 21 and I'm 16. <laughs> Yeah, this doesn't sound very Cabot Cove. The town would be a buzz if that happened. <laughs> you know what? It's weird, but I've been saying I was 16, but I'm lying. I'm 20. <laughs> Do you wanna, that might be a clue. You, you <laughs> want to age younger. Um, I, uh, uh, you know, uh, Inspector Gill, I, I am the last uh, person uh, called. I am a Hot Pants Q firefighter. I'm uh, 33. I'm Denise's ex. And um, I... Denise and I were not on good terms, uh, but I, I, I still feel very bad about this. So, I Detective Caitlin, you have to figure out, was it me or was it obviously her ex-boyfriend? I've seen Law and Order. <laughs> well, since you found the body and could be easily framed, and since there's only one other obvious subject, it must be the person we don't know very much about introduced to us second after you. It's not... Again, this it's, is wait, wait. It's so, me. That's right. Oh my gosh. That was You're some pretty good detective. detective work. I didn't I literally was having tech pro like I couldn't hear your descriptions of the characters. I just paid attention to the order that they came in and knew exactly what it would be. Well, when I said that they should go when I said Ezra should go last, I didn't realize that he had written under Chris's character totally killed Denise. I didn't know. <laughs> I just wanted to hear about the firefighter last cuz he was the ex-boyfriend. I assumed he was guilty. No, Here, I, I, my, then my see the murder Chris... she wrote formula isn't broken. Why would you fix it? <laughs> wow, yeah, we nailed it. Yeah, so um, so Chris, what, what, or Trent, why did you do it? Yeah, would it. you do that, Trent? You're not my boyfriend anymore. I'm back to being 16. That's okay. <laughs> I'm kind of over young chicks, and I really wanted to get into my art, into a really dark place, and I wanted to feel with my hands what it meant to murder somebody, and so I Ugh. did. 
and then I painted this painting that's going to sell for a lot of money. Hey, Trent, you know what? Your paintings were never that good. Oh, it burns. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that would have been fire. In the intro, it would have been t- today on Murder She Wrote. I, Trent, you were never that good at art. Actually, my favorite one of those was on the was on the uh, Bill Maher one, where one of the preview clips of the episode was the shoe doesn't fit. He was murdered. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> that was a pretty good line. For those who are plot deficient, you get a big dose of plot right at the start of the show, so that yeah, you like, don't, you know, yeah. it's like a supplement. Murder, she wrote, "Oh my God, murder!" Just coast. So here's the thing about this random plot you sent us that you've generated as right. It's pretty solid, except that obviously her ex boyfriend did it because that's always who did it. Um, and no one Wait, believes it wasn't her ex boyfriend though. I know, I, but that's what in I'm saying is that's life. a lie. Oh, this is a bad plot. No one would believe it because <laughs> obviously, Hot Pants McHugh did it. I don't um, know. I bet Sarah Kane could make this a 12 hour hit. Take over that <laughs> iTunes chart again. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure Hot Pants Q Firefighter uh, is just too well spoken uh, and and like you know sounds pretty smart. So. I don't think he did it, guys. Yeah, this right. is a collect call from Cabot Cove Correctional Facility. <laughs> <laughs> that was the game of Top 5, you guys. That's, if you want to play Top 5, uh, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash weep, or on Twitter at read underscore weep. And starting right now, you can tell us the one thing you want us to talk about for next week's episode about Mamma Mia. What? Huh. There I go again. Sorry. <laughs> oh, um, wow. Excuse me. All right, so uh, that's top five. Uh, now it's time for our minor compliment. We're going to go in reverse order. Did I go last? I think I went last. Let's just yeah. say yes. Oh, uh, there's so yes. many wonderful things we didn't talk about for each and every episode. But honestly, I mean, it's hard to get all the gems out. It's, yeah, you can't pack it all into one hour and 33 minutes. It's really minutes hard. I know, yeah. I know. Especially but now I, when the sexy jewel thief is stealing the gems. But, I mean, yeah, right? Okay, just really fa- I mean, the sexual tension established between Jessica and Dennis, like... When you're young, you don't know that they're old, and that looks crazy. You're not aware that their neck skin would have friction together. But, man, it's so hot. This, it just burns up the screen. It's perfect. It's like two oh, lizards dude, and together you, for warmth. You had Kevin Sorbo in a, in a Canadian tuxedo having an affair yeah. with this crazy brunette lady. And you had the oh, virtual man. reality place with like where apparently the future of video games is building a whole room of your house in which you just have two railings and a visor that you walk <laughs> around with. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> There is no way teenagers wouldn't just make out in there, right? And if, well, there, if there were sealed closets that you could go into in an arcade? I mean, I think oh, you're suggesting arcade? that teenagers yeah, in an arcade have other teenagers to make out with. I mean, I think that's what definitively oh, you're not doing when you're I've playing a video game. Made, I've made out in at least four different arcades. I'm way to defy the stereotypes, man. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. was definitely Games on a thing fleek. I've done. Yeah. <laughs> with people. With people, and not one of those like makeout simulators. No, like actually, you're not just a kissing booth person. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Keep going. You're gonna listen. Oh, to a bunch just of finally, the, you know, Bill Maher in, in pastels, and uh, you know, yeah, in a mullet. It feels really. Good. Oh, and if you're for any um, uh, Murphy Brown fans, that episode also features Corky Sherwood, sure which does. is you know terrific. And I forget and that sheriff's, sheriff's name, but he's sheriff, amazing. Yeah, he's he's in. Uh, yeah, he's what? in a million things. Uh, he is, but he's uh, he's the uh, he's, oh, he's Philip Seymour Hoffman's yeah. buddy in uh, in in Big Lebowski. Yeah, he is the Big Lebowski, isn't he? 
Yeah. He is actually Lebowski. Oh, I guess he is the big Lebowski. guy. He's, yeah. yeah, he's the he titular is. Lebowski. Oh, wow. He is. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh, and Klinger was wow. the uh, was was the smarmy agent in the political one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are all sorts of. I mean, the guest stars fabulous. The plot, so you know, such a nice gravy blanket. Uh, yeah, but for all the really details, is. especially when Jessica finds that hacked, or like when the programmer dude that gets murdered has that weird room that he's built himself in his virtual reality to explain to you his philosophy for the future. Yeah, he's just sitting he... there like yoga style, just laughing at you in a screen. <laughs> it's the weirdest <laughs> thing I've ever seen on Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> it's pretty weird. Uh, you just had and to every week on Murder, She Wrote, someone dies mysteriously. <laughs> uh, so but that's the go... weirdest thing I've seen. Sorry, so, go ahead. so are all Sorry. those your minor Sorry. compliments, or do you still have a minor compliment to end with? Um, I mean, I guess I'll just end by spouting off those details. Uh, okay, I, great. Uh, yeah, I think those we normally are... go in reverse order, but we'll let you do that one first. I'll go next. Thank um, you. I would like to compliment everybody who's ever written a novel on a typewriter. That looks so hard. It does. <laughs> yeah. On a manual typewriter, too, not oh, on the electric Oh, man, ones. that would be exhausting. Really... Mm. And I guess a compliment to the show is also that they did have her switch to computers, because I was having trouble with her typing on uh, typewriters, but then when we jumped ahead five seasons, all of a sudden she had a personal computer, and good for her. Yeah. Jumping on laptop. current trends. I do She's like that, too. About to change. She moved to that... New York, FYI, in later yeah, seasons. Yeah, to teach criminology. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was crazy. Oh. Yep. Yeah, super not qualified for that. She's Are an you amateur. Kidding? She's solved hundreds, if not thousands. Well, she doesn't of mean to meddle. She's just going to teach. You know, no big deal. <laughs> awesome. All right, uh, Ezra, you're next. Minor compliment. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's it's, it's it, it made me feel so happy to be in this world. Like it's just murder. <laughs> okay, is but the here's, here's the thing about you. Anyone who says otherwise is wrong. Here's the thing about you, Ez, is that you are secretly 110 years old. <laughs> you and me both, man. Well, I'm all, it's, it's. I, no. Here's the thing, though. Like as as Tanya learned, like you know, it's or like it's it's. It, you can also be three, basically, and like and, and and love this. Like there's 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 every age is good for this, or it's at like least reverse bell curve. All the all the extreme edges, I guess, is what I mean. Like yes. I, maybe it's not like fourth a, a, from two to ninety two. It's four two or ninety two. That's what <laughs> Murder She Wrote is. Just I just it's it's like it's like the Wizard of Oz. It's like I get that it's brilliant, but it's a different time now, and so it just feels anachronistic. Oh sure, That's yeah, uh huh. I mean, you're yeah. not wrong. That's absolutely true, and also it's the best. Gravy blanket, baby. Gravy blanket. <laughs> mm. I just, I, I'm saying there are a lot of gravy blankets in my life, but they're all stuff that I watched when I was young, and because I didn't watch this then, right. it would feel like you just poured a hot butter and flour <laughs> over me. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard giblets. There's just giblets in your lap. You can't yeah, really get I would just be like, yeah, I'm covered things. in mushrooms. I don't feel great. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm not loving this, guys. I'll be honest. <laughs> That was the Cut to me and Ezra just McDonald's. rolling in gravy, but it feels so good. <laughs> uh, Chris, wait, you'd be where, there where, too, right? This was your sit. You oh, used to watch this when oh, you were yeah. like sick. No, yeah, okay. I would. I would be in there. I'd be. I'd be knees deep in that gravy. <laughs> yeah, well, it was admittedly like hard to choose style, only like, three episodes. I'm sorry yeah. I didn't get to yeah. some Jerry Orbach in there for you. There are several that involve comedians. Those are great subplots. There's some oh. ventriloquists. I mean, okay, see, I, she goes I to the circus. To Courtney Cox is in that one. Really, it was hard what? to choose. I'm going to watch some, some Jerry Orbach on my own, I think. I'll, I'll check that out. Um, where, where were we? Was that, Ez, was that yours? Yeah. Yeah, I'll count. Okay, Chris. 
<laughs> this is a weird show. Uh, I'm sorry, structurally. guys. I just keep no. interrupting your structure. No, no, no. Yeah, no, but no. I have more things to say that I like about Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> so, I would... For what it's worth, Kaylin, you're welcome to, no matter what our topic is from now on, you're always welcome to interrupt the show to talk about things you love about Murder, She Wrote. Perfect. No problem. I'm going to give you that pass. (laughs) Yes. Chris, minor compliment. So my minor compliment, and and this is something that I wanted to close on rather than open on, is that Jessica Fletcher uh, is wonderful for many reasons. But the thing that I like most about her is she teaches you how to be wealthy without being uh, nouveau riche about it. She has, mm. she's very comfortable. Oh, she can afford so the laptop. Right. She can afford the, the computer in, in a time when these are truly luxuries. And there are times when she just kind of covers for people with money or she'll pick up the tab or whatever. And she just uh, she has she a separate coffee uh, decanter to pour the coffee from the maker into yeah. to bring to her table she, yeah. to make herself she's coffee. She's clearly comfortably wealthy from Mr. Fletcher and from her consulting detective work um well in her books all her many no, many, and, many and all her, books. And her i don't many, think many she's getting paid novels. for the consulting yeah. detective work where she she just uh she's wealthy but she does she's not show-offy about it and she's very classy about that i think um and and i aspire to be jessica fletcher in that way <laughs> i think you're secretly 100 years old also and in the same way where, like, four. nobody just discovers small. your murders and you're able to frame people from well, that that's account. True. That is another yeah. important way in which people want to be like Jessica Fletcher. Yeah, I mean, like, bathing in the blood of my enemies, sure. Keeps right, me young. right. But also not being gauche about it. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. That's right. The, that's same, right. the same way she is about her money, she is about her incredible murder streak. <laughs> 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 All right, you guys, that's going to be the last word about murder she wrote. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us. That's our show. We're going to be back in next week. Next week, we're talking about Mama Mia. Here's Damn. what's going on. For May, we're doing Mom Month. Aww. And, and Aww. so for Mom Month, I gave my mom choice of the first topic. And she picked Mama Mia. She's not going to be our guest. She's just going to listen. She uh, would not like to be a guest. But she she picked this out. She loves Mama Mia, but also recognizes that it's kind of silly. And so I think it'll be a perfect topic for us. So join us for our very special Mother's Month episode next week. And go to our any of our pages right now, facebook.com, or at read underscore weep, and tell us one thing you want to make sure we talk about about Mama Mia. That is coming up next week, and we have more Mom Month episodes coming up. Uh, we also have, in Mom Month, we're going to have a very special international live show on May 16th at 1 p.m. Pacific, other times, other places. Um, right? Yeah. I don't know what time that is anywhere else. Mm. Four on the <laughs> East Coast, 12 o'clock somewhere. Uh, but uh, that's happening on May 16th, so be there com slash live is where it'll be available and you can tune in and chat along with us and watch us record the show and can participate we'll have fabulous prizes Chris will wear a costume of some kind we will announce the topic soon it'll be Mother's Day related in some way I think right? here here yeah um, so that'll be happening um, and also thank you to the uh, newest meat buddies who fell out of the pipe this week uh, Stephen Sinclair and Anev and Ryan and Ryan, Ryan. Steve, Ryan, and Ev. Thanks, guys. Thanks for 
flying out of the pipe. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to help support our show, you can do that. You can become a meat buddy. It's really the best. We, I mean, it's amazing. Thank you guys for doing it. Regisweep.com. Can, can I just say, Alex, I'm so glad you didn't kill off Steve. Uh, like, I feel like I, I'm, I was really worried. I'm a that potato. Was your, your, your reading of that is that he didn't die? I'm He's still mashed, mashed. potatoes. Here's the thing. I'm better. I'm ready for a gravy blanket. <laughs> okay, so here's the, here's the thing, Ezra. You, I killed off the character last week, and you didn't like it. But I said, I we have to see if the meat buddies like it when it's more intense. And we got three times as many meat buddies this week. So obviously, people okay. want to be part of the intense ad where they might get killed off. So I guess let us know if Steve is dead or not. Alex has his opinion. I have mine. Uh, Steve's I wrote it. actress. So if you right, believe in the theory voice. that the author's intention matters, it does. It's just not you know. It's not you're not God. You're not Potato God, are you? Are you Potato God? <laughs> I am not Potato God. I'm a potato. Well, now that we cleared that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Uh, anyway, so you can let us know. Uh, also, you can become meat buddy. Read slash meat buddies. Uh, even a dollar a month would be very helpful. But you can certainly do more if you get more than a dollar a month's worth of enjoyment out of it. Uh, all that available online. And thank you for being here as always, Chris and Ez. It's yeah, so nice dude. to talk to you guys. It's it nice to hear you both story. so happy. <laughs> I'm a potato. I had some... <laughs> <Just> getting... <laughs> I... You're getting annoying, Steve. You almost certainly are going to get squished again. <laughs> oh, again? So he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I... I just... Uh, I probably was more unhappy with this show than I let on because you guys are so happy and I don't want to ruin it. Aww. Oh. See, that's very Jessica Fletcher of you. Way to be okay. polite. Yeah, I've got, you're the real Jessica Fletcher. I've got, a, I've got a little bit of serial killer in me. Uh, and thank you so much for joining us. Caitlin Gill at Robot Caitlin on Twitter. It was a pleasure, gentlemen. I'm thank so you glad for it was letting, a pleasure. Thank you for letting me, uh, you know, watch a show I love and also make you hurt just a little bit. Just a you owe me that, you owe me that boys. As Aww. a person who's worked in the tech industry, every time they said something in that episode about computers, I shivered. It was so hard to watch. Oh the yeah, the computer stuff so was great. just. But think of it as the how old people understand computers, and then it makes right, sense. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That people who they like they think you're a child hacker, and they think that every that you just desperately want to get rid of people and replace them with machines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the one. A binary world of ones and zeros is cleaner, don't you think? More orderly? Sure, if what I wanted was order. Bum, bum, bum. Jessica Fletcher, agent of chaos. Love it.